Good morning. Today is Monday, May 3rd, 2021. For the last 2,000 years, our view of the scope of the Torah has been artificially narrowed. Because so much of the Torah is not practically relevant, once the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, was destroyed. So, for example, all of the laws concerning ritual purification, concerning sacrifices in the Temple, is not practically applicable. Once the majority of Jews are living outside of Israel, all of the agricultural laws, which include many of the structures for charity and tzedakah, are no longer applicable. Once Jewish sovereignty based on the Torah ended with the destruction of the Second Temple by the Romans, so then all of the mitzvos, the laws concerning government and public policy and defense, all of those are not in practical application. And so many of us have very little idea about what a complete, comprehensive, integrated Torah society looks like with all the 613 commandments of the Torah in action. Over the last several weeks, on Thursday nights, and continuing for the next couple of Thursday nights, I have been attempting to flesh out a little bit of that wider view, which comes into focus in the book of Ruth. And that's the context in which I'm sharing that on Thursday nights. Now, the price that we pay for our current long-standing myopic view of Torah is that many of us see Judaism as limited largely to observing Shabbos, keeping kosher, observing the holidays, prayer, and a few other areas of life, which are certainly very, very important. I don't mean to minimize uh, those, those areas, but that is far from the comprehensive nature of Torah that God actually intended. Now, this is a fascinating subject. It's a crucial subject, including what caused this narrowing, how it is reversing in our day, and this is deserving of a full treatment on its own. But what I want to share with you very briefly this morning is to treat this as a concept, the importance of trying to see the whole picture, which gives a drastically different perception from looking at just a piece or a slice. And the example that I want to share with you this morning is the subject of curfew. So as you may know, up until now in Montreal, for the last short while, there's been a curfew that starts every night at 8 p.m. And tonight, it shifts from 8 p.m. until 9.30 p.m. So starting tonight, the curfew begins at 9.30 p.m. It goes to 5 a.m. Of course, it's relevant to what time we can have services and other subjects. And some people uh, like it, don't like it, understand it, don't understand it. So it's an interesting subject by itself. I want to confess to you that up until last week, I did not understand the rationale of moving the curfew from 9.30 
to eight. That's, it's, it's moved back and forth a few times in Montreal. It was eight, then it was 9.30, then it was back to eight, and now it's going back to 9.30. So I did not understand the rationale. I certainly hope that the change tonight to 9.30 is a harbinger of lasting improvement over COVID. But when it was changed to 8 p.m., I observed it. I insisted that it be followed at a daft at our synagogue, but I didn't understand the rationale for it. And a couple of weeks ago, I even had the opportunity to ask an expert, an expert in public health. And I was very surprised when this expert said to me that he did not have any medical basis for starting the curfew at 8 p.m. And he did not advocate for an 8 p.m. curfew. Nonetheless, I continued to observe it, to advocate for it because it was the law. And that's what we do. We follow the law. Up till Wednesday. On Wednesday, this past Wednesday, I had a conversation with someone who works in the emergency room of the Jewish General Hospital. And he told me something very, very interesting. He said to me, you wouldn't believe the positive effect that the 8 p.m. curfew has had because almost no Saturday night fights ending up in the emergency room almost no car accidents, fewer broken bones. He said to me that since the 8 p.m. curfew has been in effect, the ER has never been calmer since before last March, since before the beginning of COVID. And he said to me, everyone has had a chance to catch their breath, to regain their balance, because let's all realize this is not over and it could still go up and down. We hope it'll only go down, but it's not over. And clearly our doctors, nurses, technicians, orderlies are still working very hard and they are absolute heroes. But the benefit of curfew, I learned by, by listening to this person, is it's not just the number of daily COVID infections, which though, by the way, has dropped during the entire time that the curfew was at 8 p.m. But it's not just about that. There is a wider view. It is doing things that maybe many of us don't see. I mean, if you don't work in the emergency room of a hospital, you're not going to see this or speak to someone who does. You're not going to see this. But there is a wider picture of an effect that something can have. And most of us focus just on the little piece that we see. But there's a wider picture to it. So as I said, I hope desperately that this is a sign that we're moving forward. I urge everyone to get fully vaccinated as soon as you can, because we have a lot of wonderful things to look forward to. If we all row in the same direction, but in a wider sense, 
This is a way of looking at the world with a certain humility to recognize in any subject, in any area, there may be perspectives beyond what I myself can see. And we need to take that into consideration before coming to judgments and conclusions that we're not yet able to make. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.